Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Talk Recorded live. Greetings in the name that is above every name. That is the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. This is your host, Bishop F.L. Phillips, welcoming you, you, and you to another episode of Impact Conference here on Talk Show. I praise God always and thank God always for what you do. And I just praise God because of the things that are going on in and through your life. Let me just say this, that the blessings of God on your life make it rich and add of no sorrow, that the blessings of Abraham will rest with you and stand with you. And so we're just so grateful for all of our guests. We thank God for Reverend Jenkins and Vanessa and all those who will be tuning in. You know, uh, I, I I thank God for for the talk show. I thank God for the impact because of what God is doing in and through this medium. Uh, you know, I look at it like this. Uh, God is able to do anything but fail. So we praise God for what he's done and what he is doing. You know, I look at leadership and I look at it as in the responsibilities and I look at it in the obligation. But tonight I want to just kind of not freelance in my thoughts. uh, Let's talk about tonight leadership what it is, and what it isn't. Let's talk about leadership, what it is and what it isn't. You know, this is a a way that we can reach people, amen, electronically, and I praise God for that. But I think there's a erroneous ideology of leadership that has somehow giving off false presentation and people who are reaching for, quote, unquote, what could be considered leadership that is not leadership are at this point maybe suffering or causing others to suffer as a result of it. So tonight I feel led to let's talk about leadership, what it is and what it isn't. You know, because there are a lot of people out there who are in the role of leadership but are not leaders. And there are people out there who are not in the role of leadership but demonstrate abilities of leadership. You know, and so let's ask our squad blessing. Father, I thank you right now. Bless us as we go in and as we come out. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. What do you have to say, Reverend Jenkins? What is it and what is it? You know, we know that there are a lot of people out there who assume the role of leadership. There are a lot of people out there that assume the role of leadership but are no more leaders in the role that they assume. Let's let's try to be clear on this tonight. 
let's talk about it because in in all likelihood we may be seeing the most illegitimate crew of leadership that we may ever see in our time. You know, you know, in the last day the Bible said there will become many false prophets and many false teachers. You know, we're talking leaders. I said you know, the most illegitimate crew of false leaders that we'll see in our time. And Reverend Jenkins our hour and all of my guests I don't want you to think I'm bashing or anything like that. I, I teach leadership, and that's what I teach. But, you know, let's let's talk about what it is and, and what it is because, you know, there are a lot of people who think just being out front makes you a leader. And there are a lot of people out front that are not leaders. They are front people, but they are not leaders. You know, uh, a lot of times the real leaders are controlling from behind the scenes and the person out front is just a flunky. You know, so you can't assume that everybody's out front that's a leader. There are some people out front who are not leaders, don't have any skill or abilities to be leaders, but yet they assume the leadership role. You know, Reverend Jenkins says, you know, leadership sometimes has to be taken seriously. But, you know, when you're not leaders, you know, you mislead people in the wrong way for the wrong reasons. You're absolutely right, Reverend Jenkins, that how many people you know that have assumed the role of leadership that are misleading them people for the wrong reason, the wrong way. It happens all over the world. Well, you say, yes, two or three. You know, we look at this and we look at the kings of Israel and the leaders of Israel who were in leadership roles but were not able to function in the roles that they were in. How many people suffered because the leadership was not what it was supposed to be? How many today are suffering because the leadership is not what it is, amen, it should be and intended to be today? You know, let's think about it. Hmm. Yeah? Jim Jones? Charles Manson, Hitler, you know, David Koresh, Clebo Harris, you know, uh, there are so many that are out there that assume the role of leadership but are hazards to the role of leadership. They assume the role of leadership. Yeah, Daddy Grace, you know, come on. You know, I've been studying movements for a long time. Uh, and when I talk about what leadership is and what it isn't, you know, I tell you that this is probably the worst era in which we live in or we're living in that yet the role of leadership is uh, very deceptive. All the divine, you have to do the right. Look how many people are flocking to people who assume the role of leadership but are not leaders in their role that they assume. All over the world, masses are being deceived. 
those who assume the role of leadership and are not leaders. Reverend Jenkins, I mean, there, there are tons and tons and tons. And we have a guest from Louisiana online. I'm going to go to her and see who it is. But let's let's be let's be open. Let's be honest. That we see a lot of people out front assuming the role of something that they don't understand. They don't understand leadership. And as a result of that, a lot of people suffer. A lot of people are hurt. A lot of people are damaged because those who assume the role of leaders, because they think they're out front, because they wear a title, this, that, and the other, that they are legitimate leaders. I think we have to really, 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 really come into play on what it takes to be a leader. You're absolutely right. Now, even those who are outside of the Christian arena that practice customs that are not according to culture also uh, assume roles of leadership. And in, in, in that area, the misleading aspect of it is what about those who may lead you successfully through this life but cannot carry you into the life to come? What about those who can lead you successfully in this life but are not capable of leading you, leading you into the life to come? What about those? That's, that's, a, that's a serious question. Let, let me go to the phone line. And I'm going to make comment on, on yours, Reverend Jacobs. Let me see who I have. Louisiana, you on the phone line. Who am I speaking with? Hi, good evening. This is Sister Thomas. Well, Sister Thomas, Reverend Jenkins, and I are having a very great discussion along with a couple of panel guests that are just tuning in and listening. We're talking about leadership, what it is and what it isn't. And we're dealing with something that I think is going to be uh, – most necessary uh, as it relates to the role of leadership. How many people have a clear understanding of leadership? Do they think how many people that think being out front and having a title means makes you a leader? How many people that wear titles that think they are leaders? What do you have to say? I believe a lot of people um, take the title leadership as um, being out front but not leading um, a group of people in the right direction or managing a group of people in the right direction. And I uh, I have seen people out front but not leaders. They're, uh, they, uh, I guess you may can call them, you know, just out front as a, a person, a, spokes, a spokesman, uh, but I wouldn't call them a leader because they, they do not carry the, uh, uh, the characteristic of a leader uh, uh, to lead someone in the right direction. And that's true. You know, Reverend Jenkins says that, you got the Chim Tones, you got the Charles Masters, you got the Hitlers, you got the Daddy Great, the Father Divine, and God and Muhammad, and all these people are being followed with little resistance or rebellion. 
you know, people are flocking in to be deceived and be destroyed. You know, and Jesus said in Matthew 24, he said, if it was not for the very elect state, no flesh would be saved. And it seemed to be what's going on. He says that it takes a lot to be a leader, but not really leaders, uh, not every leader, you know, even if they have, you know, the title and the being up front. You know, a lot of times, you know, sometimes you know this because you've been around, leadership training is something that you came into the ministry and found. Am I correct? You're absolutely right. So that's been 17-plus years ago? Exactly. And how much emphasis do I put on leadership? You put in every every uh, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Sunday, you put uh, those emphasis on leadership, whether speaking to a group or people or whatever organization or ministry that you may be in, uh, those leadership is going to come up even in Bible study, you know, uh, those, those, those topics always Comes up. And, and, and here's the thing. Okay, okay, and you're absolutely right. Reverend Jenkins brought out some very important points concerning, you know, all of the things that take place with leaders or are supposed to be leaders. But, you know, we're talking about this subject because I just see so many people who are in positional leadership but are not actually leaders in those positions. You know, and that's one of the things that I've always had a great, great concern about is just putting people in positions who are not qualified to be there. What's, let me ask this question. The Reverend Jenkins and all our guests this time since I have you online. What is the biggest hindrance to in the notice what I said, the biggest hindrance to illegitimate leadership. What is the biggest hindrance to illegitimate leadership? And what I mean by that is, what what is the biggest problem when you don't have legitimate leadership? What is the biggest hindrance when you don't have legitimate leadership? So what is the biggest? What do you say, Reverend Jenkins? What do you say, guest two or three, uh, Thomas? What's the biggest hindrance in your your mind to illegitimate leadership? Uh, I really wanted. I don't know if it's the biggest one, but it's one I was recommend. Uh, what would say is uh, uh, the skills, fundamental skills, uh, being a leader. Come back again. I would say uh, knowing the fundamental skills of being a leader. So you figure that is one of the biggest hindrances to illegitimate leadership, a lack of fundamentals? I wouldn't say that's the top, but I would put that. Uh, uh, I would put that in uh, one of uh, two, uh, two, uh, the second or the third place. I don't know okay. what that is number one. <clears throat> Watch this. It's funny that you said that. Uh, earlier. It might have been today or yesterday. I was talking to someone, and, and I used fundamentals as being the foundation of leadership. 
And I said to that individual or those individuals who I was talking to that the biggest hindrance to illegitimate leadership is a lack of fundamentals, which means improper foundation. Now, to me, if you don't have the fundamentals, the very basics of leadership, and you're trying to be a leader, then all you do is hurt your efforts because what you lack is what you need. Exactly. Now, Reverend Jenkins says this. That leaders are bridge builders, not bridge burners. So, you know, how many people? Here's what I want all of my guests to do tonight. I want to give you a typical scenario to evaluate legitimate and illegitimate leadership based on Sister Thomas' assertion of fundamentals and Reverend Jenkins on building rather than tearing down. If the right person is in place as a legitimate leader over a a period of time, you will see the manifestation of their ability. If the right person is in place over a period of time, you will see the manifestation of their abilities. That's what I just said. If the right person, the leader, is put in place, over an extended period of time, you will see the manifestation of their ability. And I'm saying that because it has been a proven fact that when you bring legitimate leaders, I don't care what position you put them in, Over a period of time, you will see the manifestation of their leadership ability over a period of time. Because if they possess the fundamentals of leadership, if they possess the fundamentals of leadership, you will begin to see their leadership ability manifested before your very eyes. I, I, I can say this personally. I've gone into organizations, I've been a part of organizations where um, things look like they were dying as fast as they were coming up. And I, 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 I've seen where it just looked like somebody had taken and pulled uh, poison in the ground. 
that nothing would grow. And I came in with limited resources and many times limited personnel of the such and take upon the task of putting something together to make something work. I've always said we don't have a people's problem. We have a leader's problem. I just believe the right leaders, you can get the people to do exactly what you need them to do. Or you'll have the influence of getting people to buy in what you're doing. Let me just share this with you. And so I remember in that fellowship we were holding a conference an educational conference, an institute training. And and I remember, you know, putting it together and staging it and making sure everything was together. And the success of it when it when we finished was so so extraordinary till, you know, someone said it was obvious that this would be the end results because of the individual's ability. If, and let me say this again, if a leader possessed the fundamentals over a extended period of time, you will begin to see the manifestation of it. So, Thomas, you've been in ministry for 17 years. What have you experienced? What have you experienced under my leadership? As a leader, I have experienced that you have to spend time. You have to prioritize. Uh, number one, you have to make sure you pray over everything that you get up under your umbrella. Everything has to be covered under prayer. That's the first thing. Um, and as, as I was saying, you have to spend time, you have to prioritize, you have to love people, you have to uh, see the bigger picture, uh, you got to make sacrifice. Uh, as you uh, always said, uh, it's all, everything falls on the, on the leader. It's not the followers, but it's the leaders. So you have to make sure that you have everything lined up and don't try to come with an excuse. Excuses are not acceptable. Amen. Now, I'm going to ask Reverend Jenkins, and I'm going to ask you, you you've been on this talk show, uh, who right at three years, close to three years. Reverend Jenkins has been, you know, pretty much the same. And you know, I thought I've ever taught on in leadership. You've been up under, uh, since I was my leadership for seventeen plus years. You know, the question now to my statement is: if a leader possesses the fundamentals of leadership over an extended period of time, you will see the manifestation of that individual's leadership ability coming forth. You will see it. No ifs, ands, or but about it. That person possessed the fundamentals of leadership. Over an extended period of time, you will see that person's leadership ability manifested. All right. 
So, Reverend Jenkins, you've been part of this this impact for an extended period of time. You you've listened to the teachings that I put forth on leadership, and although you've never met me in some way through what I teach, you have met me, and through my teaching and leadership abilities, you have seen the manifestation of it. So sometimes you, on other eyes, have been there 17-plus years. You have met me, have known me. When you look at this leader, me personally, what have been the determining factors that you can conclude makes me a leader? I'm going to go with use first and Thomas, and I'll let Brother Jacob, since he has the Internet, where he can type in. What has been the determining factors that you can conclude that makes me a leader? Because it has to be something that has been proven over an extended period of time. We've been here that at three years. What is it? So Thomas has been around 17 years. Brother Jacob's been around close to three years in my teaching on leadership. What is it that you have observed? I said, if a person possessed the fundamentals of leadership over an extended period of time, you will see the manifestation of it. So, Thomas, what is it that you have observed that has convinced you as relates to my personal leadership abilities? What I observe and what I have, um, I think, um, Leadership is that uh, as you as a leader, uh, you not you 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 don't you not only talk it but you lead by example. Uh, as you stay for a long period of time, what you say will manifest itself. If you just if we just follow uh, the the regiments or the guide that you give us, the path uh, that you have. Uh, Set before us, and if we follow that path, we would be successful. And I think that's one of the things that really helped me uh, as hearing what you said and uh, taking what you said and uh, putting it into action. Because um, uh, the track record that you already had set before, that the results are there, and uh, the manifestation will come if we just continue the path. So I believe I observed and I have seen from um, your track record uh, what you possess and what you put out. It has manifested, his, uh, manifested it, uh, right before my eyes. Uh, even if I had any doubt, I probably never said anything, but uh, just, uh, you know, sitting back and just believing, you know, that I just happened. So uh, that's one of uh, that's some of the things that I, you know, take those nuggets as a leader and taking the observation as you as a leader that and the training that you put before uh, before the people, you know, uh, you don't try to um, hide anything or you don't try to, you give it all to us, you know, so. I believe that's my observation as you as a leader in our Jehovah ministry. Uh, that's what I have taken and the nuggets that you put out there, and I have seen the manifestation, um, you know, right before my eyes. Just, you know, if I just, 
you know, took the advice and put it into action. Amen, amen. Reverend Jenkins, amen, he's put down, amen, quite a few uh, uh, things that, that, that has come up. Uh, and the first thing he says is that, you know, the knowledge of God's word. Just time he, you know, and I mean, most people don't know that I'm known across the country for my knowledge of the word of God. And Reverend Jenkins says, you know, you teach the truth of how leaders should be and give examples of what leaders should do as leaders, especially for ministers like himself who are starting off. You know, he said he can take away from uh, from some of the stuff you give and along with watching his pastor be able to to see the manifestations of it as he goes forward. Uh, you you're absolutely right. You know, one of the, the things that that I believe that I bring to the table is the Thomas mentioned that, you know, proven fact of leadership over a period of time. It's the knowledge of what I do. Now, how many people are as disciplined as I am? You know, you know, some people have conferences and, and shows of this magnitude, and they go from one subject to the next, from one subject to the next, and they jump backwards and forth. There's not been a time that I've cranked up the impact conference here on TalkShoe that leadership have not been the primus of discussion. Now, what we're talking about tonight is something that I want to encourage because, you know, here's the thing I can say. And I can say this to my guests. I can say this to Thomas. I can say this to many. There's no way. And I can say this to Reverend Jenkins. Your success as a leader has already, in my eyes, manifested itself. Let me say this. In my eyes, your success as a leader has already manifested itself because, one, you have a hunger and thirst for it, which, two, you tune in, you take the information, you begin to put it into practice and you utilize it, Believe me, there are people right now today in the ministry where you are that are taking note of what you are bringing to the table that you have learned on the impact conference. And this is the great aspect of it is it's visibly being seen. It is visibly noticed. So, therefore, I can tell you just as a proven fact to me, that your consistency on the talk show and the impact conference has assured me your guaranteed success. And the manifestation of it is going to be visibly seen as it is being seen right now. See, it is being seen right now. Because Thomas mentioned something that confirmed what I said, was the fact that she has seen the manifestation of my leadership ability manifested in the lives of not only herself but other people as well. She's heard the testimonies of the manifestation of my leadership ability and the impact that it has had on the lives of people in ministry. If I don't know any other subject 
I know leadership. Let me say that again. If I don't know any other subject, I know leadership. And it has been one of the greatest concerns of mine for many, 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 many years because I see when you have good leadership how people lives prosper and elevate and are changed and, 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 and what goes on. I, you know, I, I, I listen to the day. Here's a typical example. Sometimes you, you heard the message today, keys to successful living. I had people standing in line wanting a copy of that message. Keys to successful living. You know, and and I only dealt with one part with four different aspects of it in relevancy. I dealt with stability. Now, sometimes you heard the message, Reverend Jenkins didn't, but what was it about that message that transformed people's lives as a leader? I think the message was so clear and uh, so basic that everyone could, uh, they could see themselves uh, uh, being successful in the full, uh, the full form that you, uh, that you laid out before us. Uh, first you said discipline. And uh, and I think everybody felt that yeah I can discipline myself if I position myself I can uh, di- discipline myself uh, into uh, the way I want my life to go and I think that when people begin to visualize you know if this is just so easy if I could just stay focused and discipline myself I can have a successful uh, live a successful life uh, and then you say pause you know how uh, being able to handle the pressure, you know, that's a choice that each person has to make. So each point that you was hitting on, well, that related to, uh, uh, I think everybody could relate to it because they will have to be the ones to take these nuggets or take these points, and they would have to uh, put these points into practice. And I think that's what uh, was so what was so powerful that these people could pick up the points that the people could pick up these points and make uh put these points into their life and they would say you know it's so this is all that it takes for me to be successful i don't think they had the keys if you don't have the keys then they they you don't know what to do once you gave them the keys uh to the method how to be uh to live a successful life now they say, now nah, I have the keys. Now nah, I know what to do. So I think that was what's so powerful once you gave those four keys out. And, and you know, you mentioned balance, you know. It, and it affects every, each one of uh, everybody in there. And that's uh, they was able to relate to. And I think um, the message was so clear that now that they have, we have the keys, now we can live a successful life in the kingdom of God. Well, I mean, stability, and I'm bringing this up because Reverend Jenkinson and all of my guests that are listening, you know, uh, you know, people want to live a successful life, but they lack the very thing of discipline. You know, that, that there has to be some 
some discipline uh, to a certain extent. There must be a great degree of discipline if you're going to enjoy success because sometimes we don't. We don't take in consideration the discipline. We don't handle pressure well, that there's a lack of balance in our life, you know, that, you know, our lives are not balanced properly and then there's no foundation, you know. Exactly. Uh, you know, that's there. And the reason why, I'm, this is, these are all leaders. I'm te- this is a leadership. You know, to be successful, you have to practice what you preach, and you have to be able to preach what you practice. And it was obvious that people received it with such great anticipation because, I mean, I had people call and say, I want to get three, four copies. Uh, I want to get my nephew or my grandson, my daughter, my cousin. You know, and... Here's the thing. Let's 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 go back to what what leadership is and what it isn't. When we stand up before people as leaders, now uh, Evangelist Jackson out here, but Thomas may remember because this is a this is a a very important question that I ask people when they desire to be in leadership in our ministry. And you, you, you have to be able to answer the question when asked, why do you want to be a leader in this ministry? What would be the answer to that question? To make a difference in someone else's life. To make a difference in someone else's life. Leaders are different makers. And those who are in leadership positions who are not impacting people's lives to make a difference are really not leaders. That is what I am assuming may be the biggest failure in those who are out front with the title of leaders or leadership, that their presence out front is not making a difference in someone else's life. They even said this of the, uh, the Pharisees and the Sadducees when they were speaking of Jesus. He said he teaches different from them. He don't teach like the scribes and the Pharisees. He teaches as one that has authority. In other words, what they were saying was that his teaching was making a difference in their life. How many people, Reverend Jenkins, guess two, three, to Thomas, how many people who wish that the people who were in their lives as leaders was making a difference or an impact? How many? I don't know how long you've been where you are, uh, uh, Reverend Jenkins, but just Thomas, I mean, where, where you came from, Oak Grove? Oak Grove at the church, yes. Okay. What was the difference between... Jehovah Ministry in Oak Grove. The difference is uh, the, the the teaching is is so different um, from the ministry that I attend. Um, it was more of a, a preaching, but not a teaching. Uh, now I set up on a teacher and a and also a, a preacher as well. Uh, so I only got the preaching part, but I never got the foundation part of the teaching. And I believe that's what hurt uh, hurt uh, 
individuals and don't, they don't get the teaching and they only get the preaching uh, part of the aspect, uh, aspect of, of um, the kingdom of God. So the lack of balance was hindering your progressive growth. Exactly. So, so then balance is 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 one of the things that would help you be successful in life. And you know, I tell people all the time. I watched one of the visitors, and she was the Anderson's mother. They had just joined the brother and his wife joined, and then the other brother joined, and then the mom comes, and she comes in. Now watch this to see what is it about this ministry that has brought her children to a awakening that would desire for them to grow and go. Because you got to realize they, they're flowing now. Yeah. They are flowing. You know, the daughter-in-law, the son, the son, they bring their mother. And I sat back, because she was sitting on your side, and yeah. looked at her... I looked at her demeanor of excitement to the power of the teaching and the demonstration of the leader that even took her and brought her mind to another level. Yeah. Now, take that in consideration that when you go into a ministry where you can sense you know, this is what one of the guys told me. We're talking about leadership. I wasn't even there, but the ministry itself represented my absence by my presence. Think about it. You walk in, the atmosphere. And Reverend Jenkins, you've never been there. Maybe one day you and Vanessa take a vacation and come down. Uh, I would love for you to come and see what God has done and is doing in ministry. But the atmosphere of Sister Thomas is so conducive to welcoming people. Yeah, yeah. Okay? The teaching is so conducive to welcoming people. I mean, look at the number of people that are coming out of the community. I mean, this is all the result of leadership. You got to understand that that as much as you know, you look at it. If someone comes and you invite them, they say you led them to the Lord, or you led them to this church. That meant that you were an influence on their life in leading them. That's right. Look at the number of people who are now coming. Look at the Patterson. They're inviting people. You know. Right, right. You know, come on. You know, there's got to be something to this. If the influence is having an impact on the lives of the people that they're inviting. So, you know, when we talk about leadership, and we talk about the influence of making a difference. What what, what has, and this is how we're going to close, uh, so Thomas and Reverend Jenkins and all of our guests, if you want to participate, 
what has what has my leadership ability done for your life, Sister Thomas? What has my leadership ability done for your life, uh, Reverend Jenkins, or any of my guests who who are tuning in? Uh, Bishop, uh, being up under you, uh, being up under your leadership, uh, it had taught me self-discipline, being responsible, uh, uh, having a a knowledge of God's word, uh, putting God's word into action, love people uh, uh, regardless. Uh, You know, uh, it just built so much humility in me it's hard to really mean not to be humble. Uh, uh, it, it also taught me, uh, you know, have a great expectation. You know, failure not an option in my life. I can do all things through Christ that strengthens me. You know, uh, never give up. You know, try and try again. Uh, you know, uh, you know, uh, reach out to those you know, other people. My uh, communication skills really have uh, really developed, uh, and that's one of the things I really appreciate because uh, I want to be a good listener and a great communicator uh, for God's kingdom. And by be sitting on you, I, 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 I listen very careful. Uh, uh, and when I find myself, you know, sometimes, you know, not, Concentrating, you know, I have to go back because you're. I know that you're a great listener and you hear very, very well. And uh, I desire those, you know, those things. So uh, I sit up under you and I and I take notes of how, uh, you know, you interact with people and how you communicate with people. And uh, so I desire those things things that. And that's one thing I appreciate about the leader of being on the conference. Uh, it gives me, uh, it gives me, um, it gives me, uh, I guess, a, a, a step ahead of where, where I want to go in the kingdom of God. So I take those things and I uh, put them in, uh, put them into my in, into my life. Uh, and like I said, you know, self discipline uh, and prioritizing. So uh, I think those things that really have helped me and guided my life, not only my life, but have guided my family in the direction that they're going and the people around me. Uh, and they know that uh, I don't tolerate uh, nonsense talk, uh, you know, talking about people. So uh, they know that that's high function. So uh, and they and the people around me take the same approach. So I believe that you know being under you because you're a no nonsense pastor, you're very disciplined. We say you're hard, but you're very disciplined in your teaching and the people that come under you. Amen, amen. And I mean, you know, you know, a lot of people don't don't realize, and and a lot of people have not recognized. And I know sometimes people don't think it because I'm, I'm always facilitating this show, but my listening skills are probably, <laughs> I'll put them up against anyone as far as some of the best skills that one can possess. 
you know, and I don't know, it's just always been something that I've taken interest in, especially to hear and to comprehend through the skills of listening. You know, you just gain so much more respect from people when they know you are listening. Uh, you know, and I know you said, you know, you you know, you desire that, that gift because that gift is what brings uh a lot of a lot of insight to 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 the things that you do. And then I noticed you said uh effective communicator, not just speaking, but an effective communicator. Now what is it about my communicational aspect that has had an impact as a leader on your life? I think uh being able to um uh understand a person's point of view uh when you when you're communicating that you're uh, you 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 broad you're not broad but you you you, you i don't know the word i guess you it's sound but you're able to uh break it down uh where that uh, anyone can understand where you're coming from i mean you can speak to a group of people, then you can speak to a single person, and uh, the communication skill is is it's so sound that uh, anybody could uh, learn from your communication skill that that you're able, uh, you're a great communicator, that you 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 know you can break it down to the uh, the lowest term. Let me use medical medical term. You can break it down to the lowest term, or you know. Uh, so I believe that's one of the things that. I desire that, you know, that I can speak to people where anybody could pick up uh, what I'm trying to say to them or get a call from them to them in, uh, in, a, in a classroom setting or in just individual talking one-on-one. Uh, -on -one. Hmm. And that's a, that's a good, that's a good, uh, 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 you know, a good observation. Reverend Jenkins, you know, he, he says, you know, having a listening ear is a plus. Learning new things. You know, you love how I allow feedback on the subject matter. Uh, and uh, uh, they teach this in the, uh, in the seminary, by the way. Well, uh, Reverend Jenkins, I had one of my ministers uh evangelist johnson would always tell the people in the church especially the leaders that are in our ministry and the parishioners and she would say that people go to college and pay for what we can get free by just coming in to his teachers you know and and, and, and this is what i call our ministry it is institutionalized ministry because of the teaching component that I believe is so valuable to uh, developing people's lives, institution in that it is a place where people come to learn, to grow and develop. And so I've always believed that, that God has called me in the pastoral ministry for institutionalized ministry. Uh, Reverend Jenkins, you know, he goes on to say that, you know, you know, he learns new things and things like that. Uh, Sister Thomas made it very clear 
and I thought it was very well said that uh, for the level in which uh, the teaching goes forth, that level in which the teaching goes forth, uh, I can, as what one of my pastor friends said, I can I can speak to the educated or the uneducated, to the wise and to the unwise. I've always tried to have a diversified ministry that what Paul says, I become all things to all people that I may win some to Christ. I, I believe that that is one of the most sought-after desires of mine as a leader is that I don't want to, I don't want to miss anyone in ministry. I don't want to miss anyone when I'm teaching. You know, as a leader being out front, most people are only trying to to cater to a certain segment or a certain group, and that's not good. I think it's an injustice to pastors uh, uh, and, and I could. Uh, let me say this, Reverend Jenkins, because I've often thought about, you know, we have we have a full-blown accredited uh, seminary. I have not yet instituted, but we are we're nationally accredited by Transworld and Arkansas Board of Accreditation. Reverend Jenkins says, you know, we ought to turn this into a seminary type of class in order to get uh, – uh, degree and I, and I and believe me and I could uh, in uh, certificate of uh, of merit and leadership or an associate in uh, a merit of leadership uh, and and here's the thing one of the things I can say and I and I'll close with this in, in, in commentary uh, as I speak. My teachings on this subject matter is not limited to, listen to me, and it's been a proven fact, it is not limited to the church world. Uh, My teachings are across the board applicable to whatever application you put them in, they will work because, one, I believe that that this is a this is a, a a holistic principle of mine. I believe that whatever you give a person, especially in relationship to leadership from the Word of God, because that is my primary source in textbooks, should not only benefit their life in the church, but in life in general. And I think that is what separates my teaching from many others in that, you know, what you were saying, uh, Reverend Jenkins, may be something that I may look at, uh, an exclusive uh, uh, school of leadership where, you know, people can earn degrees in in the field of leadership. And I mean, uh, well, I will actually, the, the seminary course, for the college that we have is available online. And once we bring it on uh, on on board and institute it, you will be able to take online courses from Mars Hill 
Bible College and Seminary. You, you'll be able to take online courses from Mars Hill, Bible College and Seminary. And you will be able to, 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 to study at your own pace. Here, here's my objective. And, 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 and believe me, Sister Thomas, uh, she said it, and I think she's seen it over the 17 plus years that she's been a part of our ministry, that I have, well, I, I'm going to put it like this here. I believe I have. She can only confirm it. But I believe I have demonstrated what leadership is and what leadership isn't. Yeah. I believe over over an extended period of time that I have demonstrated that. And I believe that I have proven a track record that gives people the confidence in knowing that if they would take the counsel and the advice that I'm sharing and dispensing and giving, that they would see the results of what it will do and can do for their lives. I I prophesied earlier to Reverend Jenkins concerning I see his success, and I really do. You know, when, you know, when you are listening to the impact, and you can always, because these are pre-recorded, uh, you can always go back and and go back over them and get the notes and, and the nuggets. I promise you, Reverend Jenkins and any of our guests, Thomas, and she knows this, that if you would just go back and share the information that you learned just in theory with someone about certain aspects of leadership, if you would go back and share with them certain aspects and the depth that I go through on this talk show with the subject matter, I promise you, you would gain recognition as one that knows something about leadership. I just believe if you would share and take a journal and, and make notes of, of what you learned on the impact conference over the years that you've been on and begin to just share the wisdom of what you learned, you will become highly recognized as one that knows and understands leadership. Now, in closing, we're going to do prayer requests, but I want to ask Sister Thomas, is that a statement that can be, can be noted, or is that just something I said off the top of my head. No, uh, that's a valid statement. That's a valid statement, what you just said, Pastor. And I confirm it. Amen. And and I I believe that. Just knocked over my my keyboards, but it ain't hurt nothing. I believe that, that if more people would take into consideration the importance of leadership and the subject matter that we put or to discuss concerning leadership, if more people would take that under advisement, 
you can you can go back. And I mean, we had people in this sometimes ask me about the Haydens and things like that. And this is what I said: you determine, you determine how far you want to go in your ability and the subject matter and the knowledge of leadership. I'm constantly studying and developing materials on leadership because it is what I've been called to do. So when you come on the Impact Conference, I promise you that the subject matters that we discuss and what you will learn will be far-reaching in benefiting and edifying your life. I just believe that because I think, you know, tonight's subject matter is what leadership is and what it isn't. And, you know, you kind of get a feel because you see a lot of things going on out there. You see a lot of people out there who wear these titles, and many times the titles that they wear they can't live up to, and you know, but yet they're looked upon by others as being leaders based on their titles. But 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 that's only in in, in word, but not in deed. And sometimes it's deceptive where you see people who wear these titles but don't even understand the role of what they're doing and the function of what they're doing. So how can you, in a sense, adhere to someone as being something that they know not or are not able to live up to what they say they are? I think that is deceptive, and I think that's that's what's going on in this day and time because, you know, you can buy titles now. You, you can buy titles off the, offline and off the Internet. You know, that's, that's not hard to buy a title. It's not hard to buy uh, – this, that, and the other. And, and, I mean, a lot of times, you know, I tell people all the time, every degree I have is earned. And if I had not the paperwork, everything I know is also earned. And the credibility of what I know is far more uh, visible than the degrees that I have. So it's not, it's not a matter of, you know, the degrees as much as the information. I know it. And that's what separates leaders from those who wear titles. They can pretty much live up to the paperwork, whereas those who wear titles, they just look at the paperwork, but they can't live up to it. So with that being said, we thank God for all of y'all. Any final comments, Sister Thomas and Reverend Jenkins and guests two or three? And amen. Uh, prayer request. Reverend Jenkins, yes, it would be online. Uh, believe me, uh, my emphasis in, in, the, in the Bible college is on expository teaching and preaching, an emphasis on presentation and delivery, how to be an effective communicator to be able to convey what you're saying and convince the people who you're saying it to. For those who, who would, when we open up, come into the school, I can almost guarantee them that their level of effectiveness as far as speaking is going to be so impactful and so influential on the hearers that people would want to know more. The reason why we call it Mars Hill is because when Paul finished, there was a group of people that came to him, and they said to him, hey, look, we want to hear this again. And, and that was because of his ability to communicate what they desired to want it to, to hear. What do you have to say, Sister Thomas? 
Final comments, prayer request. My final comment, uh, I thank God for you, Bishop, and I thank God for uh, Reverend Jenkins and everyone uh, listening in or my Internet. Um, I think the topic was uh, very much needed. Um, uh, like you say, uh, it's, uh, like you speak in, uh, say in ministry, uh, it's for the people that's on. Uh, so I, I, I take that as uh, uh, that information, and I gain it, uh, and I put those uh, those nuggets into action. So I thank God for the things that you're putting out there, uh, Bishop. Uh, I still believe, God, that uh, for your book coming out, uh, I just have to say that because uh, I believe that uh, all the information that you put out there, uh, God just not giving you that just to put out there, just to put in someone else's hand. So I believe, God, for the books that's going to come out and uh, that you're working on. Um, and I have to say, uh, the notes that I've been taking over the years, I mean, I, I have them, um, and I had to, you know, buy a, um, a box to put them in because it's so much information. Uh, I can, if I want to talk on anything, all I have to go back, go into my that box and find all the information and speak on it. So I thank God for the information that you're putting out there and that, uh, it's not in vain, uh, I, you know, it's for this time, and I thank God for the people that's taking time out to uh, listen in and, um, you know, give us feedback on the information that you're putting out there. Um, uh, I, I just want to speak on today's message. It was a great message, uh, keys to successful living, uh, and I thank you, God, for the keys that you had given uh, the people uh, to have a successful, you know, uh, uh, to live successful. And I, I don't think people want to live in bondage, uh, but they don't have the uh, information. I thank God for you giving the information, you know, discipline, pause, balance, and foundation. And you must have, uh, uh, you must be stable and, you know, have stability in your life. You can't be all over the place and expect to be successful. Uh, a successful person uh, life is stress stress free life, and I believe everybody wants a little stress free, you know. But thank God for the nuggets that you gave today, and uh, I think God is uh, moving this ministry where He wants to be. I thank God for the visitors at the ministry today uh, coming in. Uh, you know, uh, some people gonna uh, receive it and some not, uh, but those ones that come in, you know. They want to move their life into a direction uh, to be successful. Uh, if it don't happen, you can't blame anybody but yourself. Uh, I thank God for um, for the, uh, the you know the feeding program this summer. You know, uh, we believe God for the the young people to come out and they showed up and they showed out, and we thank God for supplying us with the other uh, food. We, feed the young people and got to know them personally and, you know, got to know their family and it began uh, connecting to the Jehovah Ministry family. You know, I thank God for that. I thank God for, you know, uh, put that in your spirit and uh, that you took that and you manifested and allowed us to be on board to help in the, uh, the school program. I thank God for, um, uh, now, I, now I pray for, all the, the ministers and their families, and uh, that God continue to do great things in their lives. Uh, I pray for the children going back to school, the bus drive, the administration, and everybody that's connected to the school 
just tonight, just who you are all over the parish that we have a uh a safe uh a safe school uh safe uh school uh this year that no hurt from the danger will come against our children and uh the 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 uh the people that's over our kids. And I pray that uh we uh that we pray for those teachers and administrative staff, uh, we pray that, you know, they are Christian people uh, that are teaching and coming in contact with our children as well as the bus drive. And anybody that connects to our children, we pray that, you know, that they have the love of God in their heart. Well, you know, and that's a blessing that those things are under consideration and the things that are, we look at and, and the things that we do, uh, we're always in uh, in our hearts trying to make sure that we are concerned about the call of God. Paul in Ephesians 4 says the vocation, where would we call? And, you know, today's message was an example of that, that I think, you know, the feeding program was also an example of that, that, you know, the things that he's asked us to do or the things that, you know, that he he's going to look for when he comes. One of the things I love about one of the the uh, passages of Scripture in Matthew, he said, when the Son of Man comes, will he find faith upon the earth? In other words, people carrying out what they believe he would have them to do. And sometimes you have to be right. You know, we want to continue to pray. You know, school is getting ready to, to kick off in a couple of days, and we have to be ready for that day and you know a lot of people not but one of the things that I do know and one of the things that I can say is that you know we must maintain a consistent focus on what God has called us to do and the only way we can do that is to be assured of he as what Paul said who begun a good work in us he shall perform it unto the day of Jesus Christ Uh, Reverend Jenkins amen Always thanking God uh, for you, Sister Thomas, and for all our guests. Keep praying for uh, him and Sister Vanessa and the pastor and the church family. And also, uh, they lost one of the fellow ministers of uh, poet this week, so we want to pray for the Rose family. And uh, no program Monday, but Wednesday. Morning, they'll he'll crank back up. Uh, I want to continue to ask your prayers upon you know all of those who may be going through various issues and things that the enemy is trying to throw in their life. Let me just say this because I'm very adamant about this as I get ready to close. You know, I know that there's a lot of times that we find ourselves battling with things that we felt we shouldn't be in. Find ourselves battling with things that we felt that we should not be going through, and you know, so forth and so on. But let me give you a word of encouragement that God has always given me that Psalms 27, and He says this around that fifth verse. He says, But in the time of trouble, He shall, He shall hide me. And I thought that was the most comforting thing that I could lay hold of when things start happening. My assurance 
that God will shield me and shadow me from the brunt forth impact of what could very well be coming against me. But in a time of trouble. And so I want you to continue to pray for all of our our, our ministers and all of our leaders. And I want to pray, God, for all of the business that Sister Thomas was making mention that we have had very outstanding uh, influx of visitors that are not only visitors but returning visitors. I thought that was quite, quite, quite interesting that many of them are returning and are continually returning and bringing other people with them. You know, that's when you know that God is God is doing something. So with that being said, let us go before the throne of grace. Father, tonight we thank you. We praise you. We honor you. And, God, we give reverence to your name because you have truly blessed us and have kept us and never left us and always been there for us when we could not be there for ourselves. Helpless many times we were without your hand. But, Lord, we thank you that you were able to extend your hand upon us. And, Lord God, we just lift up tonight to Thomas. And, Lord God, we lift up all those who are returning to school. And we pray, Father God, for Reverend Jenkins and Sister Vanessa and their pastor and the church family. But we also lift up the Rose family, Lord God. And, Lord God, in their hour of bereavement, we pray for the less fortunate and those who are outcasts and many times have been forsaken and abandoned, Lord. We know that when those things happen, you said you would take us up. Father God, we just pray that this show, the Impact Conference here on Type Shoot, will continue, Lord God, to carry out your purpose and will. And, Lord God, as long as you call us to do it, we will continue to do it. And, Lord God, we just thank you for all of our guests and all of our participants who have taken time, Lord God, to, to tune in to the impact. And Lord, all I can say is thank you. For truly, you have been a tremendous blessing for us. And, Lord, we give you praise. We give you honor. And we give you glory this day. In Jesus' name, we thank you. As we say, Lord God, thank you for all you've done and all that you're doing in our lives. In Jesus' name. Let us say amen. Ladies and gentlemen, you've been tuned into the Impact Conference here on the talk show. This is your host, Bishop F.L. Phillips, looking out into today with an expectation for tomorrow, that if you have not received your blessing today, it is bound to show up tomorrow because you know that God is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all you can ever imagine or think according to the powers that are working in your life. We thank God for you. Until next time, we say in the German tongue, that is, may the good Lord bless you. Real good is our prayer. God bless you. Keep this in your prayer. In Jesus' name, amen. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.